are listening to the Wildlifers Podcast. Brought to you by Bill Fick Ford. That's no bull. Mellon Creek Outfitters. Raising standards, not fences. Huntonly.com, your source for hunting information. And by Falling Feathers Game Calls, the best calls for the serious sportsman. Hey, this is Dan Brayman with the Wildlifers. We're doing a podcast for Living the Wildlife. I got Dustin Mueller sitting here in front of me. This is our first one. We're really excited about doing this, and we hope to do a bunch more in the in the future with other people in the industry. Yeah, you know, this is going to be really cool. We're going to talk about some of our hunting experiences and, you know, try to share it with, with you guys, telling you, you know, what's worked in the past, what we had fun doing, and, and you know, heck, man, this is going to be a lot of fun talking about it. We always talk about it anyway, so now we get to share it with the public. Yeah, man, I'm excited about it myself. First of all, I'd kind of like to mention the fact that we got a new series coming out on Carbon TV called Living the Wildlife. And we've got some really cool episodes coming in for that. Um, what all do we have, Dustin? We've got an Africa episode. We've got a... Some turkey hunting, some elk hunting. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be cool. It's some footage that's never been on on tv yeah you know, i know it's, i know it's just a bunch of stuff that we had that we didn't end up using for the wildlifers portion of our tv show and that certainly doesn't mean that it's not really great footage it's just for one reason or another it didn't end up going on television so we're using it on carbon tv um i've approved two or three of those already i think you have two dustin and man they look really good um i'm excited for people to see them yeah, they're they're easy to get to. You go to the internet, go to Carbon TV, and look us up, and you know you can watch them on your phone while you're, you know, not at your house or what whatever whatever the case is. You don't have to have Direct TV or cable to watch that, and and it's really cool stuff that you know they're they're memories and hunts that we all enjoyed, and we love to bring it to the viewers and let them see it and and um, check us out. You know. Um, this uh podcast thing's new to us and really excited to to bring to the listener some of our stories you know some of our hunting stories some of our strategies that worked and some that didn't you know heck yeah man i I like it too and you know one of my favorite parts about it is that we can sit here and talk to each other and we don't have the cameras pointing at us like m16s that's kind of cool we did that yesterday um so we've been um filming stuff for television now for a few years now and what do you think would be your favorite memory while filming a show for tv as far as as mine personally man there's been a lot of them but um i I don't know that i could put one it'd be a toss-up between when you and hagan got y'all's first elk or um maybe the buck i got this year and this past year in kansas uh, with my bow probably my favorite um you know there's you know i love to hunt whatever species we're doing whoever we're doing it with i i I just love the the challenge of you know being in nature and outsmarting an animal in his backyard and and 
for sure my favorite so far has got to be my Kansas Whitetail this past year just because of the amount of time and effort and you know the failures that I had of trying to get one for the past three years so to finally got it done with my bow kill a 170 inch deer um, get him on camera goes down on camera just everything worked out you know yeah, the way that while, you want while to we're on that subject let's talk about that for a minute because that's a pretty cool story man um you know i know firsthand just how much time you put into that um three years is a long time and and i it wouldn't surprise me if you didn't set probably close to 100 days in total you know without any success yeah and, and it's not even that i sat there and and didn't get it done I, I never even visually saw a target buck that i was after and that's what made it so special to finally get it done was all the time all the checking game cameras all the strategies all everything that didn't work for so many times and then to finally you know look up and have have the buck that i was hunting standing there and you know watch him walk in present the shot make the shot you know it was just a it was a big time yeah, accomplishment well, I, I know it I, I know it was because i never actually sat in a tree with you and i never hunted with you the whole time we were out there for all those years but i can tell you right now exactly where i was sitting what vehicle i was sitting in and when i got the text that you'd got him man and i i uh, i was so excited for you i can't can't even begin to explain it man i i broke every speed limit law there was getting over there to to see that deer that was really cool and i then, can't wait for the viewers to get to watch it on you know this next season yeah me too because that means you know, i don't want to tell everybody too. about exactly what happened but i can tell you that it was it was the way you want it to happen and and it was very exciting and you know and, and when you talk about your favorite hunts there's you know every hunt i go on is is a favorite hunt i mean even the hunts where you know it doesn't go the way it's planned we're still doing what we love to do and and i mean it's why we do it we love to get out there and hunt different species and different parts of the world not not yeah. counting the united states and and get to see how things are done different other places it's all a learning experience of you know every day that we wake up we learn yeah. something new about absolutely hunting. yeah because you know just about the time you think you've got everything down pat mother nature will remind you that you do, you don't even have a clue absolutely uh, you know speaking of, of the worldly hunts one of the episodes that i'm really excited about coming out on the new uh carbon tv thing uh living the wildlife is a deal from africa where um you know we all went over there and we got to take daniel i got to take daniel my son he got to hunt all of those different things he did he did a lot of hunting with you too over there and um that was just really cool uh hunting up there in the caprivi and you know some days we see a hundred elephant a day you know just looking around for all the things we were hunting it was just really really a cool experience and to be able to do that with daniel that's that's probably the the episode on carbon tv that i'm most excited for the viewers to see because um man it was just such a d diverse kind of thing with all the different animals we we got I, I don't even know how many you got over there yeah you know that's what's so amazing about africa and you know i wouldn't i don't know a percentage of people that actually get to go there but you know it was a dream hunt for myself and and i just i enjoyed the culture i, I enjoyed the variety of species that we saw and 
you know it's it's always kind of fun to go out hunting and see something you know standing over there and you have to ask somebody what the heck is that because you you just don't know um you know that doesn't happen too many times in america when we're hunting so to get to see the variety of species and and get to take the different types of game that we did take and see the different ways of hunting and you know i go back to that learning thing you know you learned a lot from watching the way that they hunt and seeing the natives track these animals and yeah that's just amazing though to watch those trackers man i mean i've done it for years and years and years and i know when i first got over there and after a couple of days of watching them do that i thought you know i'm gonna I'm going to tuck in there behind them and teach myself to do that, and I'm going to bring that to the United States, and I'm going to completely blow the lid off a deer and elk hunting. Well, I don't. My eyes don't work like their eyes work, or something, because I I know, I think I knew more about it before I started trying to learn it than I do now. It is absolutely nothing short of incredible what those guys can do. I know even on the trip to Namibia, uh, Daniel and I were, and the trackers were tracking a roan antelope i believe across a big kind of controlled burned area in the concession and that one antelope walked into a herd of probably 200 sable and those sable scattered like quail and within 20 minutes that tracker had figured out which one of those tracks was that roan antelope and tracked him right through that herd of sable and went on with him now that that's absolutely incredible maybe it was luck but he convinced me that he did it and man it was something but you know what we do in the hunting world is create so many stories that i guess they're just endless you know people always ask me you know what is your favorite memory hunting well there's so many of them now that i think my favorite memories are those that have to be cherished more now like the ones when I was a kid with my dad because he's not here anymore and things like that but man I'm like you though the, you know every time we go on a hunting trip well that's my new favorite so to say I've got a favorite hunting memory I, that's kind of a hard one to to figure out you know what's my favorite well I don't really have any idea because they all are my favorite yeah I mean and that's why we do it you know it's uh, we, we, we love to hunt and you know we love other people that hunt i mean we're all in this in this whole industry this whole world where we want to introduce new hunters to the game and you know and you know pass it on to our children you know and create you know create a a bond with all of us hunters we're all fighting for the same thing we all love to hunt and and the more that we can you know bring to our viewers and our listeners on this podcast our stories and and try to influence more people to get out there and go hunting you know to keep our way of life going i mean that's what this is all about you know yeah, it's yeah. Well, not just one the, about one us the, one of the biggest reasons why back way back when in the beginning when we all decided that we wanted to do something for television in the hunting business aside from the fact that it was one of the last things we had left to do my ultimate goal was to be able to put myself in a position to where I could be better positioned to defend the things that we love, you know, the, the hunting rights, the gun rights, the Second Amendment issues and things of that nature. Um, but by far, my favorite thing to do is to watch people do things that they haven't already done. I enjoy that so much more than doing it myself. It's not even comparable. But... Um, 
you know, on this podcast, I would think that, you know, we, we've got a just pretty much a eternity of things to talk about in the hunting world because we were doing it a long, long time before it was ever being filmed. And, you know, if there's, I guess if there's anything that, that people specifically want us to talk about, they can certainly get in touch with us and ask about that and we can sit down and talk about it you know uh, yeah i think it'd be awesome to hear the things that they like and yeah and they hear and stuff that you know they don't want to hear about man i enjoy talking about my hunting stories to to anybody so to yeah to me do too it for you know everybody else man I, I enjoy hearing everybody else's stories so i hope they enjoy ours oh yeah absolutely and i think if we quit making new ones right now we've got a good 80 90 years of stories in reserve uh, I think we're good, but, you know, we're also going to be talking with some, you know, big-time industry professionals on on this podcast. We're going to be talking with Darren Jones from Silencer Co. We've got Andy from uh, Carbon TV. Uh, that ought to be really, really cool. And, of course, at some point we'll get Stephanie on here and see what she likes to hunt the most. And I've got a $5 bet that she says coyotes. I'm just going to throw that out there. But, um, you know, she's got some pretty cool, incredible hunting stories her own right, and certainly not as many as you or me, but she's doing her best to catch up. But some really good stories, and so does Hagen and anybody that we have on here. I think that would be something else that would be really cool that we do is to, you know, we get some of the clients that come through Mellon Creek or Meokin or one of them, and some of them that really have done a lot of hunting is to sit down and just, you know, talk about it with them because, uh, you know, I like hearing their stories as much as they like hearing ours, and certainly everybody else would too. Yeah, and then another thing, you know, we've been talking about doing, and, and I think that's it's going to be really cool, is we're going to take this uh, podcast with us on hunts, and, and you know, during lunch when we've got some downtime and the animals aren't moving and we're kind of sitting around, we're going to talk about our mornings and talk about the way the hunt went down and yeah. You know, um, you know, some days there's going to be some success stories, and some day there's going to be some not so successful stories. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know, bringing it to them real. I think it's maybe a good idea to maybe think about doing that where Mellon Creek is concerned. Concerned, you know, because we've got the clients coming in and out of here. It's like revolving doors here in Texas. Uh, that's getting ready to kick off here in the next few days again with the turkey season, and you know, maybe every other day or every day at lunch we sit down with a client i know pete demore would be very good at it uh as long you know as well as several others and just talk about melon creek about the day's hunt what we have to offer here the deer ducks dove quail predators hogs you know geese everything you can imagine well i mean it, it will be very interesting to hear a you know I mean, a, you can do a whole segment on one morning roost at a turkey roost, you know, and, and hearing how many birds were here and what they did and, you know, the exciting part. And, and I think it's going to be really cool to listen to for the, for the listeners just because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be real. You know, that's what we're doing every day. And it's a day in the life of what we're doing as guides and as hunters and bringing our clients through. And it'd be cool to, you know, influence you know get those guys in here too talking about you know their side of it their point of view of what happened for the hunt so i think it'd be really really a a neat thing to listen to for you guys yeah i i agree with that and um 
I'm really excited about doing them. I, I like the idea. I like the interaction with everyone that likes to listen to us, and we really, really appreciate everyone tuning in to listen to this. And I would like to say a huge thank you to the guys that have gotten behind us and partnered with us with uh, Grizzly Coolers and Bill Fick Ford and Big Time. Uh, those guys have been absolutely incredible, and so have their products. Um, and we hope that you will tune back in and listen to us in the future because we've got a lot coming your way. You are listening to the Wildlifers Podcast. Go to www.wildlifers.tv to check out more about the Wildlifers and to listen to other podcasts.